And now, Capital Chat, the community connection, K-I-N-Y. Good morning, everybody. You're listening to Capital Chat on KNY. I am your host today, Jordan Lewis, filling in for Mike Lane. Just one more day. He should be back on Monday. And joining me in the studio today, I have Rick Driscoll with the Juno Animal Rescue, Jar. We all love Jar. How are you doing today, Rick? I'm doing fantastic, Jordan. How are you? You know, I'm doing pretty good. I was just having a fun chat with you, reminiscing about my time working at the zoo. It's one of those jobs that everyone gets a little confused when I mention that <laughs> in my, my, my history of work, but it's always been a fun time. Now, I know we have a couple of things we want to hit. But first, how was how were things during the, that winter storm we had for those couple of days? Uh, you know, we, we do okay with the weather and weather. Our buildings, uh, we'll talk about a little later, but our building's a little drafty, so uh, it gets a little chilly in there. But uh, the, the staff and the animals uh, are uh, quite comfortable, and, and uh, we make do with what we got. So. Hey, that's what you got to do sometimes. That's what you got to do. So now the first one I want to talk about is adoptions. What are some of the things we've got? What are some of the animals, some of the pets we've got down at Jar right now? You mentioned a few earlier that definitely caught my attention before we started the show. Yeah, we do. We do have uh, plenty of dogs and cats uh, up for adoption. Um, I guess like the hot news is that we have a uh, litter of puppies that um, were rescued uh, out of Hanes and uh, we brought them down to Juno and they've been with us for several weeks now, but they are old enough to uh, go out for adoption or foster to adopt. Uh, the city doesn't allow us to fully adopt an animal until it's spayed or neutered and they're too obviously too young for that. But they're up for adoption. You can take them home and um, once they're old enough to get spayed or neutered, um, they're officially yours. So uh, they went up for adoption yesterday and we had a really busy afternoon with people uh, coming in and um, visiting with them. But um, there was, a t I think, a total of eight and we only have uh, about two or three uh, that uh, haven't that, that haven't yet found their forever home. So, if you are interested in uh, a puppy, um, they are a lab and Carilion bear mix. They're super cute. Uh, all eight are our kennel staff uh, named all of the puppies after Paw Patrol characters. So, oh, jeez. Um, <laughs> cuteness overload with that um, but we're still looking home uh, looking for homes for uh, Everest um, nine week old lab curly and mix and tracker uh, obviously also nine weeks old um, so if you're interested in a puppy uh, come on down to the shelter because they're gonna go quick but we have more than puppies and so um, we also have a three-year-old uh, Alaska Husky named Mazina and she's um, super Is she a cute. warrior princess? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she's definitely a princess. She is her own princess, that's for sure. Um, her owner passed away, and so um, she, needs, she needs a forever home. Uh, we have Reggie, who is a, a lab Carilion mix as well, but he's five years old and not related to uh, our puppies at all. Um, and um, Reggie would love a, a, a new home as well. Uh, we have a female uh, lab mix, Betty Boop. Um, she is Betty Boop is super cute. Um, so if you're interested in a lab mix, come on down, check it out. And uh, of course, we always, always have cats. Um, so one, two, three, four. We got about 16, 15 or 16 cats up for adoption, uh, ranging from six not six to nine months we've got one kitten that's uh nine weeks um we got a three-year-old 
one-year-old, five-year-old, um, a great mix of, and a great variety of different types of cats. I, say, I, I always knew you had a lot of cats, especially when I first moved to town, but that's still a lot of cats. Yeah, well, you know, um, it's definitely a manageable number. Uh, our summer numbers were uh, through the roof. I remember those summer numbers. Yeah. Those were pretty yeah. high. <laughs> so, and, um, you know, just we, we serve more than, than, than cats and dogs. So uh, currently we have one black rabbit named Rasputin. So if anyone is in the, in the market for a rabbit, uh, he's been there since October. And so we're really trying to find him a home. Gotcha. I was going to say, it sounds, sounds like the right time you'd find something named Rasputin. <laughs> Give a little bit of a spooky vibe. Right. right. Now, I, I had to look up a picture of a, a Carilion Bear Dog because I'd never seen a photo of one before. And now I've got it pulled up here in front of me. That's a, that's a decently sized dog there. Yeah, they, I, I don't. I think that they kind of look like a giant collie to me. But um, the puppies kind of have the facial markings of the Carilion Bear Dog and the body of a, of a lab. Okay, so they'll probably not get super, super large based on that then. Yeah, I think they'll be, um, you know, medium-sized dogs uh, when they're fully grown. Okay. Medium to large. Gotcha. That's my brain being like, ah, oh, but genetics. Let me, let me do some <laughs> punnet squares in my head real fast. Gotcha. But no, that's not the only thing we want to talk about adoption. You also want to talk about some of the programs and services over at JAR right now. Yeah, just a reminder to folks, it's January 2024. And so if you haven't already licensed your pet, now's the time to do so. We typically start off our 2024 renewals in um, uh, late October, early November. Um, and uh, thank you to everyone in the community that has already um, um, applied and received their licenses. Um, it's a CBJ uh, requirement. And so um, if you haven't done that, I guess this is your friendly reminder to um, get your dog licensed. So uh, the fee is $20 to license your dog if it's altered and uh, $45 if it's unaltered. And then after March 31st, uh, there's a $15 uh, late fee, so make sure you get your dog license before then. Gotcha. Now, when you now this is my uh, my youth showing here a little bit. When you say altered versus unaltered, what do you, give me a breakdown of that real fast? Um, spayed or neutered. So, okay. Yep. That's about what I thought, but I have to always be thorough. <laughs> yep. Appreciate that. <laughs> And so now I know the other big thing, and this will probably bleed a little bit into our second half of the show here, is you do have a big fundraiser coming up next month, which is love is a four-legged word. I'm like, that that sounds about right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a catchy, catchy theme and um, one we've done with some regularity over the years. Um, you know, COVID kind of messed up our fundraising, fundraising schedule a little bit, but we're back on track in 2024. Gotcha. Well... Talk to me a little bit about the, the fundraiser before we head into the break. We still have a good bit of a little time here. Um, it's February 17th. It's going to be at Centennial Hall. Uh, love is a four-legged word is the theme. Um, it's a beer and wine and silent auction extravaganza. So we've got... Um, um, several uh, vendor, uh, breweries that are participating in our event. Uh, the Alaskan Brewery, Devil's Club, Forbidden Peak, um, uh, Harbor Mountain, not a sick is coming down for it. So we're super psyched about that. Um, so they'll be offering a variety of um, beer options. 
And then with the wine, we also have specialty imports and RNDC uh, distributors that will be there serving a variety uh, of wines. And so uh, it should be a fantastic time. Uh, there's going to be heavy appetizers uh, through the breeze in. So um, good food, good beer and wine. Uh, we'll also have some live music. So the uh, Alyssa Fisher Trio is going to be uh, playing throughout the evening. Uh, Alyssa is a fantastic singer and she's going to be accompanied by uh, Tom, uh, a piano player and uh, a drummer whose name I do not know, um, but they'll be playing some kind of jazzy background music as for the event. Um, so we're looking forward, looking forward to that. Gotcha. Well, on that, we will move into our break. When we come back, we'll finish talking about the fundraiser, and then you have another big sort of capital campaign project sure. coming up. Yep. You're listening to Capital Chat on KINY. Back to Capital Chat, KINY. And we're back with more Capital Chat on KNY. Now, we do have a quick thing I want to jump into right now, which is you have a big vaccination event happening on Tuesday. Well, every Tuesday, JAR offers a vaccine and microchip clinic. They go from uh, noon to about 4.30 p.m. They're by appointment only, so just give us a call. We'll get you scheduled. Um, but obviously, we encourage everyone to um, get their dog microchipped and cat microchipped uh, if they ever get lost or you know some accidents happen, right? And so, um, the best way to get your pet returned to you in the, the safest and quickest manner is to have a microchip, and um, and they work. So, um, please, if you uh, are interested in microchipping your pet. Uh, make an appointment on Tuesdays, and we also do, um, you know, a bunch of vaccinations as well. Gotcha. And he's always good to get those done, especially with vaccinations. You always want to make sure those are taken care of it yep. very quickly. As someone who does bio, has done bio, trust me, <laughs> get get that taken care of. Yep. Let's let's just be practical there. And then with getting the chip done, that's a very like you said, that's a very safe way to make sure that you can keep track of where your pet's at. You can't lose a chip. It's internal, right? It's not going anywhere. Right. <laughs> and then really quickly, we also do, um, you know, we have a small veterinary clinic. It's, it's not a full size veterinary clinic. We can't do handle like kind of major surgeries and that sort of thing, but we do, uh, weekly we do, um, spay and neuters as well. So, um, you know, keeping the pet population under control is always a really important thing, and um, especially with cats. And so um, we offer um, spays and neuters for your pets, and um, we offer a sliding scale um, based on income, so um, we can get you a good deal. Gotcha. Now, I want to circle back to the fundraiser. Now, is this a fundraiser that happens every year? I just want to double check on that. Yeah, it, it, it happens every year. Um, I think last year... We had a gala instead of, um, we called it a gala just to celebrate our 40th anniversary of, of being in existence. Um, prior to that, you know, there was COVID and things were shut down. So it's been a while since we've kind of brought back the love is a four-legged word fundraiser, but it is our largest fundraiser of the year. Um, and uh, we're happy to kind of be, you know, back on schedule with that. Uh, again, it's at Centennial Hall. It's kind of a, it's the, it's the Saturday after Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day is uh, midweek this year. So it's kind of a, it's kind of a Valentine's Day themed event. You're going to see lots of um, hearts and, and um, warm red coloring. And um, so it's going to have that kind of a feel to it. Okay, and that would make sense given the naming of it. And yep. if it, it Love is a four-legged word. Exactly. Yep. 
Now, I want to move on to our next quick topic, which is you have a big capital campaign project, which circles back to our opening conversation, the Re- building. Yeah, just really quick before yes. we talk about the building. Uh, it's, the, it's the 17th. It's from 6 to 9 p.m. And if you want to buy tickets, we're doing them online. So you just got to go to our website, um, go to the event. It's on the homepage. And you can click for tickets. It's $65 per person. It's from 6 to 9 p.m. Uh, free heavy appetizers, free beer and wine, and uh, assured a good time. Definitely. And thank you for catching me there. Sometimes I, my brain goes, like, all right, we hit a thing. <laughs> yeah. But JunoAnimalRescue.org. Yes. Yeah. And we'll replug it at the end. Okay. We'll always replug it at the end. <laughs> now, about the building again. Now, I understand that is going through a big capital campaign project for uh, a new building for minor singers. Is it a new building? Is it renovations? Which one is it? It's it's a new building. It's a, it's a new building. So in... Um, you know, at the beginning of the month, uh, we uh, announced in our newsletter that, um, you know, it's basically it's time for a new, you know, forever home for us. Um, our shelter was built 40 years ago. And at that time, the kind of the standard industry standard was more about like warehousing homeless pets rather than um, like providing a more nurturing environment where animals can thrive and and helping them to become more adoptable. And so um, the shelter is old. It's not designed for, you know, current industry standards. Um, The cages that we have to to hold the animals are are smaller than the current standards require. Um, It's not really designed to meet the basic needs of animals for comfort, privacy, that sort of thing. Um, it can be a more stressful environment than we'd like it to be for them. Um, the facility itself kind of has a lack of access to, to fresh air and natural light in the, in the housing areas. Um, the whole building is under one single uh, ventilation system, which is um, a complicated thing when you're dealing with cats and dogs and small animals. And so current industry best practice standards would have like a multi-ventilation system um, just to, you know, um, contain airborne um, infectious diseases from spreading. And so um, that, you know, that, that's that been an issue that we've having you know, to deal with as well. You know, every time uh, we need to, to clean a cage for the dogs, you know, we've got to take the dog out of the cage, um, bring them down the hall to another cage and clean the cage. And a lot of the ind- industry standards these days are they kind of have like a a half door and so a dog can you can move a dog to one side of a kennel while you clean it and then let them back into the other side of the kennel to clean the other side without having to move the dog like physically to a a separate area and and that that you know being able to do that reduces a lot of stress you know for the animal it makes uh the job a, a heck of a ton easier for our kennel staff um you know who do a fantastic job by the way um, so, yeah, just a just a host of uh, of issues, and we we had um, you know this all started. A, we we've wanted a building for a long time, but uh, we, you know a couple of years ago uh, we hired the ACSPCA to um, come kind of do a site study of our building to kind of tell us what what the the needs were, what the fix it tickets that kind of stuff was, and so uh, they gave us a you know a, a long list of stuff that we kind of already knew, but. Um, you know, we did hire someone to say, um, this is this is what's not working and this is what you do, need to do to make it a, you know, a more 21st century facility. Um, 
So I, if anyone's ever been to our shelter, you know, we have a cat area and we have a dog area, but we don't have any real dedicated space for smaller animals. So if when we do get, you know, hamsters or rabbits or birds, they, they end up in a small hallway that is kind of in between the cats and the dogs. And so that's not, you know, an ideal area um, for, for animals, um, our small animals to kind of live in until they get adopted. So, you know, there's, you, there's, there's, there's issues with the building itself. It's, you know, it's 40 years old. It's um, got cracks and an uneven concrete floor and the structure overall is just kind of deteriorating a little bit. So, you know, the good news is that, you know, our board has, you know, made getting a new facility a, a top priority. Um, and so we are kind of, it's the, it's the very, very, very beginning of, of a capital campaign. So, um, you know, currently we're really just right looking for land right now uh, for a new site. And so, uh, you know, the current, the current footpad that, that the jar's on now is, is too small. Um, you know, the, it, we need at least about two and a half acres uh, an area that's obviously not close to residential areas because, you know, dogs can be loud, um, but it has to also be, you know, accessible to the public. So, um, you know, the, any suggestions on a, uh, if anyone in town is, is listening right now and, and uh, is aware of potential building sites for us, we'd love to hear from you. Um, and, you know, we are kind of seeking, you know, private land, um, but we're also kind of, um, beginning some conversations with the city about maybe some options that they might have. Gotcha. And now before we before we wrap it up, uh, just plug the websites and things for that fundraiser, the love is a four-legged word, one more time for me. So if you go to junoanimalrescue.org uh, on our homepage, you will see a button for tickets for uh, the love is a four-legged word event. You click on that, you put in your information. It's, a, it's basically a PayPal. Um, and um, once you complete that process, you're good to go. Uh, we got you on the list, and you can just uh, show up, and uh, we'll check your name off the list with however many tickets that you purchased. Uh, I will say it's a it's because it's a beer and wine event. It's 21 and over. Um, that's explicitly kind of written, you know, on our website, so uh, no one can accidentally buy a ticket for someone who's under 21. But uh, it is a 21 and over event, and uh, we'll you know you'll get a wristband to. You know, the Centennial Hall has their rules, so. Yeah. Um, All righty. Well, Rick, thank you for coming in and talking to me yeah. about what's going on over at JAR. I always appreciate hearing what's going on over there. As a big animal lover myself, I wish I could adopt. I do not have enough space for, <laughs> for me to feel like it would be ethical to do so at this time. But definitely, always, if you're out there listening and you're feeling like you want to want a pet, definitely go chat with the folks at JAR. See what you've got going on over there. Also, you know, just assess where you're at. That's all important. But, Rick, thank you very much for coming on. Thanks so much for having me, Jordan. All right. You've all been listening to Capital Chat on KINY. Every weekday morning at 835, the fastest community connection available. Capital Chat, KINY.